0: Hello everyone, this is the next recording in the Genesis series. This week we're looking at Genesis chapter 2, verses 18 to 25. So uh, read that through a few times if you can. It's just the end of chapter 2. Last week we saw the creation of man um, in the sort of second account of the creation. It's not a contradictory account. It's not necessarily a separate Uh, creation account rather I suppose it's a different retelling for a different purpose than what we read in chapter one that is showing uh, a lot of order and structure that is going to sort of present patterns and templates for us to follow through the rest of the bible story Uh, this almost is a lot more kind of like narrative uh, based with a bit more detail, we're zooming in now on the action. Uh, and last week we saw the creation of man and the rule that God gives to man, the law, if you like. Um. So he gives the man purpose. He gives him instruction, and again he gives him the law. He places him in a garden with a job to do, and in the midst of the garden, where God himself will meet with the man, or you know is free to meet with the man. There are two trees. The tree of life, which is free to be from, the humans are free to be from that, um, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and the day that they eat of that tree, they'll die. They'll, <laughs> he'll die. Uh, but as we're going to see this week, we're introduced to the second sort of main character, which is our woman. So, um, the big key, obviously, read through it. And become as familiar with it as possible. Um, the story, in a nutshell, is um, the man is given the job of naming all of the animals. This idea of naming is significant. Again, through the rest of the story, it shows that he has authority over them. God has given him authority over uh, all things. Um, as humans, then, we are kind of at the, the, the top of the source of the, obviously the rankings but be having been made in god's image it means that we have a specific role and purpose and we have authority dominion over all things and we're to rule them uh, like god and um, with um basically displaying the attributes of god and what it means to rule that way they're the kind of things that we should be thinking about with the young people so the the animals are paraded before them, the man if you like he's given the task to name them and it It emerges as the the beasts of the field, the way the Bible explains it, are paraded before, him. that it's very apparent the man now is alone, there's no one who's fit for him, so although he has authority and dominion over them, there's no one on his level, there's no one who um isn't equal to him. there's nobody else, nothing else that's been made that's been made in God's image like the man, so we can't share relationship with any of the rest of creation. Um, which is problematic for the man and is problematic for God, which is interesting. Because what this is going to teach us is something very unique that again, um, we need to remember it's going to be the big lesson, one of the big ideas for kind of this week, which is we are made for community. We are made for human relationships. We often forget that and bypass that and always sort of think of the relationship that we need with God, which is right. Fundamentally, God is the source of life. Um, God is the source of love, we've been made in his image, we need him, a relationship with him is key, but it's not about us in isolation with God, it's about humanity, it's about mankind, it's about all humans, again, being in relationship with one another, in harmony with one another, in a relationship with God, so that's going to be a key lesson, so the title of this week's lesson if you like is United and Unashamed, the big idea is going to be, so I, I just jibbed the rest of the story, as the humans are made, uh, uh, as the animals are paraded before Adam, it becomes apparent that there's no one fit for him, there's no one on his level, there's no one else made in his image, so God puts him asleep, takes a rib from his side, and from the rib forms a woman. The idea of, it come, uh, of the woman being made from his rib, again, is from his bosom, is from his most intimate kind of setting, under his arm, by his side um and yet yeah, is is taken from the man so um is is mankind is not made from separate material is not made from something new something different rather is from the man therefore is also made in the image is also human with flesh uh, and adam says so later on as he as he uh, realizes as he contemplates the woman that's in front of him so one big theme that jumps out straight away is this idea of Masculine, feminine, male, female, Adam, Eve. Adam, the man, and Eve from the man. So, yeah, think, be thinking about that. Be thinking about what it means to be made male and female. Um, how God didn't create another male. Now, I'm not getting any kind of sort of sexuality type idea there just yet. Although, that is obviously a factor. But the point is... God didn't just make a carbon copy of Adam, he made another human who was different, who would complement Adam, who would be different, yet perfectly, again, human and in line for what Adam needs. We'll get there a little bit more, we'll think about that again. Um, Just to summarise then, the big idea for this week is that we were made for intimate human relationships. We were made for family, we were made for community. The relationship between the humans is one of peace and love. The story tells us that they were naked and unashamed. So they're naked, they're exposed, and they're unashamed. So in our created state, in our made-in-God's-image state, made in the, the, the... Perfectly human then means to be naked and unashamed in front of other humans. So what we need to constantly be thinking about is what will it mean one day when we are perfectly as we were made to be, when we are back in God's presence in a relationship with him. But as the church, what we need to start sort of looking at and thinking about is how does this apply to us as the new creation now? What does it look like for us as humans, as male and females, before one another to be naked and unashamed? There's something specifically intimate here about the male and the female and what it will mean for a husband and a wife. But also in a wider context, a wider application, this is about humanity, male and female, as God's people, as God's family, as the church, together, being naked and unashamed. So some things for you just to be thinking about. What does being naked represent, do you think? Um. Obviously, it means that they don't need to cover up or hide away. They're content being open and vulnerable because they're in a place of honesty and trust and safety. They can trust God and one another. So what does being naked represent? What's that a picture of? What's that symbolising? Think about it yourself. Ask the young people. Why would we then hide who we are? What we're going to see is obviously when they sin, when the relationship is broken, they cover themselves up and they hide themselves from each other. So what's the difference then between being naked and what that that represents, and what eventually is going to come when they cover themselves, when they hide themselves. And so to begin to be thinking about, in order to answer what does being naked represent, what does sin do to our relationships? So they're just a few of the things to be thinking through, and I'll send them through in a message so you can ask yourself. A few different points of application for us. For us just, just uh, that's dead hard to say. For us, just to be considering for this week, which again, I'll write down and I'll send to you in the group now. But it's this, this, these big ideas of application. We were made for community. We were made for physical talking, looking in the eye, hugging, laughing, eating, walking. I felt like I sounded like a bit of a wool there. It all started coming out a bit funny. But this idea that we were made for community, as humans, God saw a fit to create more than one of us, to create mankind and humanity, so that we can physically be together. It wasn't right that the man was alone, he needed a companion, he needed a counterpart. So, big idea of application is we were made for community made to be together. God wasn't content and wasn't happy. It was not good to God that we were that we be alone. Therefore, the start of community emerges. However, we live in an ever-evolving time of technological development where we feel the need to be together less than ever before. I don't know if you've seen the creepy Mark Zuckerberg meta world where, again, it's this online meta universe where you can be friends with people all over the world and you can meet with people all over the world in some sort of virtual reality it's the creepiest most disgusting weird thing ever yet you just already know that people will buy into it it's like a real life sims we're becoming more and more isolated we're we're cutting ourselves off from each other more so than we ever have done before so as a result, then it's easier to wear masks and play a role without proper accountability to lose that sense of community. So one of the big application points or things to be thinking about for yourself than applying it to the young people are, again, they were naked and unashamed yet we constantly are wearing a mask, aren't we? We're easily ashamed of saying or thinking or feeling the wrong things. We use filters to cover our deficiencies online. Sin ruins relationships between us and God and one another. So why is it we want to cover up who we are? Why is it we want to keep ourselves from one another? What might that be showing? What might that be suggesting to us about how we feel about ourselves and why that then is sort of um, affecting our relationships? So the big question really is, what does, what does being naked and unashamed mean and represent? And why do we kind of interact and act the way that we do now? Just some things for us to be thinking about there. If you've got any other questions, none of that made sense. If you want to explore it a little bit more, give us a ring, give us a text. Love to talk about it. Um, but we want to show them in, that we were made to be free. We were made to be uh, honest and open and in community with one another. Yet, obviously, we're not. So why is that and what does that reveal? to us yeah hope that made sense i'm praying for you all get in touch if you need anything and i'll leave it there